What's going on, Z community? Welcome to the Personal Finance in Canada show. This is your host, Tamara Aziz, and today we're going to be talking about how interest works on both loans and investments. Now, interest really works in two different ways, when you're receiving it as income or when you're paying it towards a loan. Now, you want to try your best to gravitate towards getting it as income and make sure that you don't have to pay it using the second option. Now, you want to try your best to go towards getting it as income and not really worry about having to pay it back as a loan. Now, this episode will help you do this by explaining exactly how the interest works for both cases. Now, when is it that interest gets charged? Now, interest will begin getting calculated as soon as there is a balance. Whether this is debt or whether this is a balance that you have within a savings account. And the way it gets charged is that the interest is calculated every single day, but it gets charged to you every single month. So your percentage rate is always going to pop up somewhere. So always make sure that you keep in mind that this is your annual interest rate, which means this is your interest rate that you will get in the total of the year. We'll talk about how it's calculated in a couple of minutes, but Before that, I wanted to tell you about something that kind of sucks, but kind of doesn't about this interest. And this is actually something called compounding. Now, if this interest is in the form of an investment, this is actually what you want. You want your interest to compound. But if it's coming from interest that you owe for a loan, this is something that you want to avoid at all costs. Let's use an example with easy numbers to explain how this compounding works. Let's just say that you have $10 and you're charged 1% every single day. Now, after 30 days, how much interest will there be? 30%? Nope. And this is where all the compounding kicks in. Now, for day one, you're going to be charged a regular 1% on your $10. Now, this will give you $10.10. Pretty straightforward. But day two. Now, day two, you are not charged 1% on the original $10 anymore. But you're actually charged that 1% on the $10 and now 10 cents. Now, it doesn't seem like much, but by day 30, you're owning or you will have $13.62 instead of $11.05. I know this doesn't seem like much because we're playing around with small numbers, but try multiplying these by 100 or even by 1,000 to get an idea to scale. Now, Z community, if you're finding value in the episode so far, be sure that you're sharing this with a friend or family member that needs to see this. And based on which platform you're listening from, be sure that you're either following or subscribed to the podcast. Now, let's get into how this interest is calculated. Now, we first need to know how much your annual interest rate is, which you can find out pretty easily either on the back of your card in the terms of conditions or even on the actual savings account itself. Now, Z community, are you finding value from this episode so far? If you are, be sure that you're sharing this with a friend and a family member. And based on what platform you're listening from, be sure you're following and subscribed to the podcast. For example's sake, let's just say that you've got an average credit card interest rate of 19.99%. And in this case, you owe $500. Now, to begin this calculation, we would start off by dividing this 19.99% interest rate by 365 days because that's how many days there are in the year. Sometimes. Depends. Now, this ends up giving us 0.055%, rounding up the percentage. 
This percentage is now our daily interest rate. We have to now multiply this daily interest rate by the $500 that we owe. Doing the math on this, it rounds up to about 27 cents, which gives us the amount that we will be charged every single day for borrowing this $500. Now, keep in mind, it's not going to be 27 cents every single day. You have to factor in the compound interest. And honestly, to explain this, it's probably going to confuse us all. So what I'm going to do instead is put a link in the description below for an, for an online compound interest calculator. So use this calculator to either find out how much you will owe or how much you will end up having. So now that we know how the interest is calculated, when it applies, now how can we avoid it? Now you don't want to avoid it if you're getting it as interest income. You actually want to multiply this as much as possible. But if it's debt, then the only way to avoid paying the interest is to make sure that you make your payments in full by the due date. If you make your payments in full, you don't have to worry about the interest that was adding up before the actual due date itself. It's only when you miss your payments is when that interest is actually charged to you. Now, on the other hand, if it's an investment, you want to gravitate towards getting this interest as much as possible. And you could do this by looking at high interest savings accounts, bonds, notes, and GICs to get different types of interest income. There's obviously a bunch of other different ways that you could look into. It just comes with your due diligence. But Z community, if you did find value in this episode, again, be sure to share it with whoever else would gain as much value from here. And based on what platform you're listening from, be sure that you're following and subscribe to the podcast. Now, Z community, thank you for listening to the Personal Finance in Canada show. This is your host, Tamara Aziz, signing out. Peace.